Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Switch Talk, where you're joined by your co-hosts, David, Tony, and Clay, to talk about the new hybrid council that has stolen each one of our hearts. In this show, we're going to be talking about, only for about 20 minutes, about this wonderful console and the new flagship title arms if you could please subscribe to us on youtube that'd be amazing follow us on twitter that'd be great as well go ahead and send us any hate mail or fan mail we'd really appreciate that we're putting ourselves out there uh surprises around every corner but nothing dangerous uh, what we want to do is jump right in because on this show we want to stick to a 20 minute hard time so i'm going to go ahead and start that clock It'd be nice to have a podcast that you can fit into your registrar, if you would, uh, that you could uh, fit into your schedule. I know that we all got a billion things to do, including game, so this show is going to help you uh, make sure that you can get your uh, little fix and then move on to the good stuff, uh, the other things that you listen to. So this is our episode zero test episode. May never see the light of day. We're not sure. We're working on our technical difficulties. But I want to get right into it. I want to jump it right over to Clay. Clay, why don't you kick us off on our uh, roundtable discussion here of ARMS? All right. Well, uh, since my initial thoughts, not much has changed. Uh, still love the game. Um, I think it's it's gotten even better. Uh, I was afraid that when I started playing this that I was going to kind of drift away from it and get bored with it. But uh, I continually come back to it, and uh, it's, it's still great. Uh, it's awesome because it's a game that I've been able to get my wife into who's not a huge gamer. And uh, she really seems to love it. So we've been playing together, which has been super fun. Uh, so I love that about it. Uh, I think both the motion controls and the regular controls both work really well in this game. Uh, I know Dave might disagree with me. Uh, I, I, I did start off playing some motion controls because I felt like that was the way that they designed it and wanted it to be. Uh, but then very quickly I realized, you know what, if I'm going to take this on the go, I need to learn how to play it with the, you know, you know, the handheld mode controls. So I switched over to pro controller and handheld, and I've kind of just stuck with that ever since. I think both sides of the controls have uh, benefits. I think the motion controls gives you much better control of your fists. But I feel like the other control style gives you better control of moving around and jumping around and stuff. So I think they both have some pros and cons. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I think the pro controller is going to become the competitive way to do it. Because with motion controls, you just can't input as fast as you can with your thumb. And I think... I think yeah, I I get that it's fun with motion controls, but I know I, I know I, you probably know Clay that I'm not really a huge motion control guy. There's some games it works with and it doesn't bother me, but I don't think, in my opinion, motion controllers very rarely make it better to me. Sometimes they're passable, sometimes they're fun even, but I still, for me, I, I can't beat the classic uh, classic Pro Controller in my hand. I just and I love that what they've done with Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. I think if I have the option to use that beautiful controller, I'm going to do so. Oh, uh, you're making me want to get it, man. You're making me want to drop the money. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so comfortable. I love the way it feels. I mean, I think you guys all jumped right to what we were all thinking, um, what the world was thinking when they saw ARMS. Like, motion controls again. And it had the biggest potential to throw everything off course. I think it was a, like a red flag. And right immediately during the test punch i was like this is exactly what people need this is exactly what someone like me would need to understand is these controls i wasn't satisfied at all with any like the previews that were going out i don't know about you guys but what drove me crazy is i would see people in videos doing the full punch like out and i'm just like is this really what it's going to be and then you realize that 
uh, when you're using the Joy-Cons that a little a little flick is is really what you're doing. And they're incredibly right. responsive uh, when you're playing in with the Joy-Con mode, and it works. And it it's amazing that it does. I think that the word for arms with for, for me is impressed. There was just so much that could have went wrong, and um, I wouldn't call the controls intuitive. I never forget that they're there, and I played quite a lot, quite a bit in each in each mode as well. And I just feel like I always have to be thinking. But the more I'm thinking, it will do what I want it to do. Um, and I'm not ever gonna say that I'm losing a match because of. Uh, the the controls and you know it is interesting because I didn't think about it before that you are able to kind of twist your arm because when you like do that little motion to punch with your right and then curve and then punch with your left and curve you do lose a lot of that when you're using the other control schemes because it's uh it's asking you to kind of focus and and that curve is gone which I think is an important part of the game and you know when you brought up competitive that's like just so interesting that you know, does it have balance? I think that's the next thing that I, that I wonder about is it does have con the controls down, but is this game balanced at all? Like in their traditional fighting game sense, what do you guys think? From my little time playing it, I think it feels balanced, but I have not, you know, really played it enough or I'm competitive enough myself to really say for certain. Because as soon as I think I'm good at a video game that's competitive, I'll go online and find some guys who are just crazy and find things I've never even thought of. So I think we'll know if it's balanced maybe a few months from now after the competitive guys just take it and put it through the rounds and find every little exploit and every little stat logged so they can make their strategies. But I, to me, it feels like it's on the right track. I never felt like one character was ridiculously OP. So I don't I don't know about you guys, but that was just my general impression. Yeah, I mean it feels like it's pretty well balanced because something I didn't know for the beginning when I first started playing this is each character has at least two of their own abilities that are unique to them. And some are more obvious than others, you know. Uh, Ribbon Girl can double jump obviously that's a little more obvious whereas like for the longest time I didn't realize that uh, Master Mummy when he's blocking he uh, regains health and so there's little things like that that you don't necessarily know about right off the bat that I think kind of try to keep it balanced so whether or not it is actually balanced I, I can't say but I think they did a good job trying to give everyone a unique characteristic and try to keep it balanced at the same time so like I feel like it's going to be like how Smash was, where there was like a lot of patches for every DLC drop that made it more and more balanced. So I'm sure because it's like, you know, at version 1.0, there's going to be some balance issues that we don't know about yet. Someone will find it, make an exploit, and then they'll patch it and, you know, get the balance back to where it belongs. But I think right. the fact that they're having like the stream of uh, free DLC is going to speak well for the balance because, you know, we're, they're already planning on updating it. So it's not going to be a big deal of throwing those balance tweaks here and there as they're needed. I was yeah. I was surprised that like you have when looking at a fighting game, you really want, you know, the controls to work, which we talked about. And then you want there to be that that competitive drive where you feel like it's going to be a fair fight and then when you know that uh you know a punch will um block a grab and then you know a grab is going to overcome a block and a, obviously you know a punch is going to be stopped by a block you have that that simple 
like that simple system that just keeps going and going and then you're moving in the 3d plane you have some environmental hazards you know the different stages in the arenas and there's a lot of variety there you know the the hit detection or the the size of the characters and the speed you know is a little bit different i believe so there's a lot there but then when you mix in the actual arms um i think with this game knowledge is power like when it came to the test punch if you really went into the tips and tricks it started explaining that because everyone was like hey everyone's spamming grab and they're like well just punch once through it was the most simple thing like one single punch will interrupt that and a lot of that was hidden in the menus and then when you get to the characters same thing like clay said shouldn't it be so like uh, more obvious what these character strengths and weaknesses are in certain ways or is nintendo just kind of hoping for us to to find it because in the arm section um there will be a little explanation in saying oh these uh triple missiles are good for people who strafe left and right and i appreciated that but i felt like i had to kind of do a little too much to go into the menus one of the things that i really would have appreciated was a little bit more hand-holding. Um, before it lets you go online to fight competitively, it's like, here, go play the single-player campaign, which I, I found annoying at first, but then I was like, okay, this is the best way to make sure that people are knowing what they're doing, getting the hang of it, and entering on a level playing field. But with the arms, if there was a tutorial video for each arm you unlocked, and kind of showing you with targets, and the AI was doing it, and then you had to do it to say, hey, here's how to use that that weird face arm. What's that? What's that face arm where it's like this slow-moving shield? shield face that's coming right. at you? What is that thing? Like I didn't unlock it yet. <laughs> sure. I see some people using it. I, I I'm like mem memorized by it. I just want to like get closer to it. Is that the whole thing? Like I have no idea. It's like a, a, a Venus flytrap situation. I'm not sure. But uh, I'd like some more information. Yeah, and I think Nintendo is starting to get to the point where they. I think they're starting to get feedback that people are tired of their hand being held, uh, like especially with like Breath of the Wild and stuff. Oh, I yeah. feel like Good they're point. starting to let people just kind of you know figure it out for themselves. So maybe that's whole part. Of, that's a part of the whole thing is that they're like, we don't want to hold your hand the whole time. We want you to figure stuff out. I don't know. That's just a theory. But yeah, and honestly, in comparison to most fighting games, I still felt more prepared going into online multiplayer than I did in say like your average fighting street fighter or right. stick or mortal Kombat or anything like that i i actually went in you know day one and it was winning matches which i was really happy with and maybe it was just because everyone else was really bad too but i, I was i liked that that was fun normally the first time i enter online in a fighting game it's just not fun for like weeks until you can figure out what you're doing yeah but it, it seems like it, it felt like I don't know, like the skill gap wasn't too ridiculous that you couldn't have fun if you were new. That's yeah. that's a really good point. Yeah. Can I uh, can I can I change the uh, the the direction of where we're going here in this conversation? You can't change, um, but you could switch. I'm gonna switch it over. All right. So I think when when if someone is listening right now and they have not bought this game, I think one of the biggest questions people have and one of the biggest arguments I see online is: Is there enough content in this game, either now or going to be down the road, that it's worth you know paying full price? Uh, I've read a lot of reviews that say they don't feel like there's enough content. It's kind of like Splatoon, where you feel like you're missing out, and then people are hopeful with the promised, you know, future free DLC that we'll get more. 
Um, real quick, I'll just go really fast. Uh, I think that there's still a ton of content in this game. I mean, we have a bunch of different modes. Uh, there's multiple different fighter numbers. There's, you know, the basketball, the volleyball, the targets. Uh, there's one versus a hundred. So I know a lot of people have been saying that they don't think that there's a lot, but I think for a fighting game, there's quite a bit here. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are. I was curious to ask you. I, I, I feel I feel like it, there is there could be more content, but at the same time I feel like it's enough for a fighting game and for what it is. As a game that you don't really get bored with, but I think is good in small bursts, I think it's perfect. I mean, as of right now, yeah, I, I, if there had been more content, I could see myself playing this for like longer spurts of time. But at the same time, it's not like what's there is bad. It's still really fun, and it's still something that I'm going to consistently go back to, regardless if they added any new content at all. So even if there was nothing down the pipeline, which there is, I would still say it was kind of worth it. I get that the price is a little bit steep, and I, I guess there is some argument to have that maybe fighting games shouldn't be full price, period. But... I think if you're okay with paying full price for any fighting game, you'd be okay paying full price for ours. Hmm, I really like that, that idea. Sense. That idea of not paying full price for for fighting games, it's it's kind of a catch twenty two because then you look at modes or what we would like to call content, but then you go right away to replayability and you know how fresh is it going to be? Something like Halo is living on constant updates to multiplayer and that game has changed night and day and you just play 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 um all fighting games are like that a couple of things when you do comparisons because that's really where you know you get a lot of conversation out of i didn't feel like the roster was skimpy but they told us pretty quickly that there would be new stages arms and characters coming out and for free over time so you know that's going to give the game legs but the other thing that you want to think about is when you're actually in there in the versus mode competitive for me that's like where any fighting game is going to have the most of its time um i never got sick of it when i played a, a recent game like for honor i really liked the balance there as well i felt like the that the balance was very fair um fair enough and i felt the other person on the other side of the screen i i felt like they were there and there was this tense like i'm fighting his mind and gets the heart pumping a little bit and i get that every single time with arms i look at the character i look at their color just to see it i look at their arms and i i, I look to see what their first move is are they grab heavy you know your brain's automatically thinking that way in the competitive scene in the rank so I think that, therefore, I could keep coming, 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 coming back to the game and not really get sick of it. For me, the other modes are throwaway. I really don't like the one versus 100 or, you know, the volleyball or anything like that. And I don't know. I want to just casually just throw out to just to say that I don't think it's skill-based at all, but I could be wrong. I mean, there's, there's something to the knocking uh, of someone out in, in basketball that that is more like the main game. But overall, I think that the competitive nature of the game is there. It has a heart of a competitor in it, and that's gonna do it for me. Right. Yep. Well, I think I'd agree a lot of the modes outside of competitive do seem a little bit lacking. I do wish there had been some kind of single player mode on top of just the Grand Prix, because the Grand Prix is just, 
it's so traditional fighter campaign, it's not really super creative. Oh, you know, battle fighters, all the fighters in an order. Like, I, I wouldn't have mind seeing something crazy, like, you know, remember, um, I can't remember what the mode was called, but Soul Calibur 2. Oh, yeah. yeah crazy. I was just RPG playing mode. it. I was yeah, just like, playing it, yeah, on the backwards compatibility. That was such compatibility. a fun yeah. take on single-player fighting game campaign. I wouldn't have minded seeing something more like that. I think it was like Trial of the Sword or something in Soul Calibur yeah. 2. I was just playing that, just for fun. Um, how interesting the characters were, and this is supposed to be breathing life and breathing Nintendo, and like, mm-hmm. were you at all surprised that that Grand Prix uh, single-player campaign was so bland, or...? They didn't really do anything with it. Well, I think I kind of knew going in already, so I wasn't really let down by it. I already knew it was just going to be kind of a thing you run through with each character once, and that's about it. I think it was some I, lost potential. I figured they, yeah. they could have done so much more. First of all, that little hand guy, he didn't have that same, and my name is hand guy, and blah, blah, right. blah, like from the directs, like the uh, the, Amer- the American version of the directs. Instead, he was like, you know, just like, the, you know, they said nonsense a couple lines, and that was it. Like, uh, I really wasn't happy with that at all. What did you What did you think about Clay? Uh, I don't. I don't think. I think you guys are being harder on it than it deserves. I mean, and like Dave said, that you go in expecting that it's a fighting game, um, and they throw little bits of lore into those gibberish moments. Um, but I mean. To me, it's it doesn't really bother me because honestly, as soon as I get done with one fight, I'm ready to go right into the next one. Uh, I don't need cutscenes and and yeah, the story behind it all is interesting and they've hinted that they might expand on that more later and I think that would be cool. Um, but I just don't even know if it's necessary. Um, I think that they've added enough difficulty that you can always challenge yourself more. Like I'm working through difficulty five on grand prix right now with my wife and we're slowly making our way through it little by little and so i think that that's that's really all i need from something like this is just if i were to get to the the highest difficulty and just blaze right through it then i'd be like this is this is not worth coming back to so um but yeah so it doesn't really bother me I, i agree it could be improved upon but really to me that that doesn't bother me the thing that does bother me is when i'm playing two-player and I'm tethered to another person and you have to select which fighter you're going to be throwing your arms at and you have to use the d-pad uh at least on the pro controller to switch between you know which fighter you're aiming at and it's just the auto select of who you're fighting is just terrible there'll be a person right next to me right in front of me and it's got me you know over here looking at the other person and so that that drives me nuts personally but um, sorry, I just had to get that in because it really makes me mad. No, so. absolutely. <laughs> I, I can't tell if it's completely broken or just inconvenient with the control placement. I think if you could um, kind of custom map buttons, uh, that would be kind of ideal. You know, like if, if, you could, if you could do that a little bit, that might be solving some of the problem. Um, but yeah, I, to- I totally agree uh, w- with you there. Um, did you have any other final thoughts, uh, Dave? Uh, I think pretty much what I've already said. It is a really good game. You know, it, it's not something I'm going to play like two or three hours at a time. It's really good in small chunks, but I think that's all this type of game really needs because it's not going to get old at the same time. It's something that, hey, I want to play a match ten minutes before work. It's perfect for that because it's just so much fun. And the fun factor I don't think ever goes away. It does get a little bit repetitive to me because of 
you know, there's there's not as much sense of progression as I would have liked, especially in single player. Like, I wish there was something like Soul Calibur 2 or something, or, or even where I'm like, I'm playing through the single player, I'm unlocking things, I'm customizing my fighter in between each match. I think that would have made single player for me a little bit more fun, but I still think there's enough there in multiplayer to make this a worthwhile purchase and one of the top games for the Switch. I did want to say that I found the AI incredibly competent. Um, mm -hmm. I played, I think, one or two notches above medium, and it kept me, you know, losing. It kept me on my toes. I felt like I had to account for every character and even the arms that they were using. And I think I learned a lot, and I think that's exactly what the goal was. And if this was a situation kind of like NBA Playgrounds where they said, you know, that multiplayer was going to unlock later, you know, I could have been fed off of single player for, for quite a bit. And I actually went through the Grand Prix a couple times just to get myself familiar with characters. So that's interesting. Well, that's it. That's all the time we have. That's 20 minutes. We're really trying to keep it short and sweet here on Switch Talk. I want to thank all of our listeners. If you'd like to catch our breakdown where we give the good, the bad, and the nugly, that's our show where we give the uh, game impressions that can fit in your pocket. Go ahead and check out our YouTube. Again, please follow us on Twitter. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Um, I just want to remind everybody out there to hug your loved ones. Make sure that you... Uh, Keep them close. Uh, you know, it's some hard times for me personally. And uh, anybody else want to sign off? Any uh, closing remarks, guys? Nope. Nope. It's been good. Thanks for uh, putting this whole thing of a jig together. Remember, Switch Talk comes out whenever. Um, Switch Talk will release whenever Nintendo releases some games that we're interested in playing. So if you have any recommendations that you'd like us to cover, any games that you'd like us to play, uh, then go ahead and let us know. Thanks for watching, everybody.